Hi, this is Frank McKenna, the Chief Executive and Group Chairman of Downtown in Business. And I want to tell you about a fabulous conference that we're hosting on Thursday, the 7th of September, 2023. In association with Sedulo Group, BDP and VSI Executive Education, we'll be hosting a one-day event, Business of Sport, at the home of Lancashire Cricket Club during the international football break in the autumn. The conference will attract up to 200 delegates from sports organisations, private sector companies and public sector agencies from across the country. Our confirmed speakers so far include Gary Neville, the ex-Manchester United and England footballer turned pundit and entrepreneur, Sir Howard Bernstein, former Chief Exec of Manchester City Council, part of the city's Commonwealth Games delivery and legacy team, the Chief Executive of Women in Football, Yvonne Harrison, GB Javelin Champion and Olympic medalist Goldie Sayers, the Chief Exec of FC United, Natalie Atkinson, and the Chair of the Rugby League World Cup, Chris Brindley. Tickets are available now. Go to downtowninbusiness.com. You'll find out all the information in the events section of our website. More speakers to be announced shortly, but it is going to be a fantastic day. That's Thursday, the 7th of September, 2023, Downtown in Business's Business of Sport Conference. Welcome to the Downtown Den, and we're here today with the latest in our Meet the Partner series, and absolutely delighted to be joined by Sean Keyes, who's the Managing Director of Sutcliffe Engineering, and his partner, Director of the company, William Bourbon, or Billy, as he's better known to me. Um, so listen, chaps, um, there's been some fabulous milestones reached by you guys just over the past couple of years. So this is your 37th year in business. Um, I attended what was one of the best charity balls that I've been to anywhere um, earlier this year, where I know you raised massive amounts of cash for a really worthwhile cause, which you can tell us a little bit about. Uh, but more importantly, despite the fact that we're in really challenging times in terms of the business environment at the moment, Sean, you're still going from strength to strength, which is great to see. It is. I think the primary reason we're doing that is we employ great people, we work with great people. And another little ingredient that I'm constantly focusing on is always focus on the positive. So don't let any of the negatives drag you back. But we are year on year uh, going from strength to strength and we've got plans for next year as well and this year. So momentum, as far as you're concerned, will continue to move forwards? It will. We've got uh, a sort of a ladder of success within the company. We've got people coming up behind myself and Bill. We've got a team uh, behind us and we're constantly targeting. So we've got a couple of people in their 20s, 30s who will be then, if you like, the next but one generation of people to come through to continue pushing the business from strength to strength. And that succession planning within Sutcliffe Engineering has obviously worked for you because yeah. you've been there since you're about 12, haven't you? Uh, <laughs> I started in 1990, I sometimes think. And as I said, if I could turn the clock back and go back to being that graduate engineer just leaving university, I would happily do that. It's not possible. But the advantage it gives you is that you've seen all the jobs, all the positions, and you know what needs to be done in each of those positions to make it a success. So, Billy, for those who don't know, Sutcliffe Engineering, what do you do? What do you deliver? We deliver a multitude of services 
mainly across the uh, construction sector or the built environment sector. It ranges from our core business, which is structural engineering, foundation design, frames designs, uh, civil engineering, which is the roads and the drainage. We've added in recent years site investigation teams that go probably the first point of call for, for many of our clients to do a desktop study if they want to buy a site, followed by intrusive investigations. And then we move on to, we've got um, add-ons. So we do a bit of uh, building surveying. So we do a principal designer role. We do some tender and work for, contract, for contractors that need contractor uh, tenders and prices done. And then we, they also do um, a little bit of health and safety for contractor sites on site. And with the new changes in regulations, um, everybody's getting retrained and improved on, on that. So a very comprehensive. A comprehensive set of service. services yeah. across multiple um, areas, health, uh, housing, education, commercial. And I think that's one of the, the good things for us and help with the growth is that we're in a provide a number of services in, in a number of sectors. And how many people are you employing at the moment, Bill? I think we've gone over 60 in the last couple of weeks. Wow. Yeah. And one of my favourite jokes, we employ 60, whatever. But there's only about 50 of them working. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, you two are doing a podcast. You should be working. Um, so, listen, one of the things that we always love about people like you guys is that Clearly, you're involved in the downtown network because you want to win business. You want to meet the right people. We understand, appreciate all that, and that's a crucial thing that we want to help you with. But I think more importantly, from our perspective, you genuinely care about the cities that you operate in. Both Liverpool lads and have an emotional attachment to this place, but you do a lot of work across the country. And when you go into those places, you take an interest in them. You know, so you'll ask me about Manchester, for example, or Birmingham, what's happening in those places, because you want to know about what's happening. You want to make a difference there. That That's a fair comment. That's Sean, isn't it? Oh, a thousand percent, not even a hundred percent, a thousand percent of that. Uh, myself and Bill have had similar upbringings. We come from a fairly low beginning in terms of not particularly much money from a poor area. And we really feel like we want to make an impact. And we have made an impact. So if we're, if we're working in... Liverpool, which is our hometown, we understand the culture and how it works. The same applies to Manchester. We do as much work in Manchester as we do in Liverpool. But if we've got a big scheme up, a big regeneration scheme, which Bill probably talked about in Preston. Yeah. So that we, we know what makes those places tick. So if you know what makes the places tick, you, you, you can just do like a 1% or 2% improvement on whatever those services are. And what we try to do is 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 just make a difference to those areas. So our bit is to make the housing side of things, to make people's homes better. If it's a healthcare project, we know that we do a good job and it is delivered on time. We know ultimately our little bit will help save lives. If it's a college or a university campus, we're actually educating the kids in those areas. So quality products. And if we hit our times and we do it really economically, we're actually saving money in that area so we're making the lives of people better but also saving people money so it really matters to us frank and i know that you're keen as well um to bring young talent through uh and you've got apprentices and you work with local colleges in terms of how you recruit those people 
I know you got involved in Kickstarts as well, which was the scene that came post-COVID to, again, encourage young people back into the workforce. So as I say, that social aspect of what Sutcliffe Engineering do it is, I think, something that, you know, sort of distinguishes you from some of the other people in your space. I think one of the things that we pride ourselves on is we're on a lot of uh, national and local frameworks and embedded in all of them is the social value aspect at the moment. We're on a housing framework in, uh, for Great Places, which is a Manchester-based housing association. And part of our tender was at least 10% of anything we get, we give back to local pro uh, projects in that area and we, we had a little release a couple of weeks ago and we've far surpassed anything in terms of you know giving time uh, money uh, helping educate people with net carbon zero and reducing fuel poverty so we wherever we are and we work right the way across the country we always giving something back in terms of a social value aspect which which really helps and people not people notice and I do think it makes a big difference these days in terms of when people are choosing to work with partners. If you've got that genuine interest and you do want to make a difference beyond just the job that you're doing, I think that's, as I say, one of the things that makes you guys stand out. But listen, over the period of time that you've been working in the business, guys, what are the sort of things that have changed? Because you don't survive for 37 years by staying the same. You've got to evolve. You've got to move with the times. You've got to innovate. What are the sort of changes that, that you've seen, Sean, that you think, wow, you know, we, that move that we made has probably ensured that we've grown and continue to be successful? The thing we've been doing for quite a number of years, probably maybe seven or eight years, we've really sort of focused in on this the last seven or eight years, is been on a continual process of improvements. And that, that sometimes has been built. It's about us as well. So we've been constantly trying to improve our skills. But from a business perspective, we've, we've, we've sort of honed in our skills. So we are engineers, surveyors, and geotechnical engineers. So it doesn't necessarily mean just we've got the best vans or we've got the best equipment. But it has mean that we've continually improved our computer, computers and software, and the technical skills that we've had. But then we've continually reinvested within our staff and retrained our staff. And again, the end of last week, we go to, I asked the staff, anybody wants to do any training program, as long as it's relevant, we'll support you. So that process of consumingly trying to encourage the best out of people is probably been the biggest impact. And probably uh, externally, as I said, we've lived through recessions, banking crashes, uh, inflation, low inflation, high inflation, world crises, local crises, local government problems. <laughs> And the fact that we're here and we're strong isn't an accident. Um, so we've we've amassed that knowledge within ourselves. We've learned from other great people, which in some respects, Frank, would be yourself, but it would also be people like John Sutcliffe. It would also be people around the city and other big cities. Learning what that, learning what they've got to give you, take it on board. And where we are today is that we're not jealous in that knowledge that we've amassed. So we're happily passing that on to the next generation of people that are coming through so that when they're sat in our chairs, which they will be, that they can equally continue that process and make the business a continued success. And again, another thing that I've noticed with Sutcliffe Engineering, we've been working with you guys for several years now. And again, fair to say, you don't have a lot of churn in terms of your senior team, for sure. 
So we've got to know some of those people. And you can just tell that you work hard, but you play hard as well. That'd be yeah. a fair comment, wouldn't it? <laughs> well, the playing hard is, 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 my, is my bag there. <laughs> <laughs> Although people don't see, might see playing hard slightly different. We've been at the, the housing conference this week. You know, and it's three full-on days of meeting people, meetings, you know, but you do go and have a nice meal. You go and have a, a drink with a couple of people. You catch up with everyone. Um, I tell my wife it's it's business. She, I don't think she believes it. <laughs> but, you know, I'm absolutely shattered at the end of this week. Um, but we've got to do it because that's where we get the next tranche of work from. Um, and it, it's, it's a revolving process where if you're not there, you know, people would ask, go. Oh, where are Sutcliffe's? Where is Billy? So, you know, you've got to be seen to, you've got to be there, you've got to be seen to do it. Yeah, the other thing I think it's important, actually, to be, a nice, to be a fundamentally a nice person, which I'd say you are, Bill. Yeah. So it's important when people know you that you're genuine and who you are. So we've both got strong Liverpool accents. We're not trying to change who we are, no. but be fundamentally true to who we are, yeah. to our roots. And I think the other thing is that in terms of that player card aspect of what you do, because... You talked about the housing conference this week, but I always notice when you come to awards dinners uh, or social occasions, you bring your team with you. Uh, and I think that's, you know, again, something that I've noticed. And I thought, you know, what a great culture in that business because it's a great way of continuing to ensure that the team feel included and involved. It's recognition for them, isn't yeah, it, I think, sometimes. Yeah. And, you know, we pick we pick certain people out for certain awards if, if, if they've worked on stuff. Again, the lads were in the Grafters Awards last night, so... Spend my money. <laughs> <laughs> she all made the mistake of giving them the company credit card. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry, I'm, what happened actually? Because uh, it comes straight to you from a phone. Cha-ching! The worst thing you need, that was the yeah. But you've got to give something back, haven't you? And yeah. again, the week on Friday, it's Chester Races for us. Yeah, yeah. So we'll have a full uh, a full bus of 55 people going to Chester Races yes. for the day. I think the one thing that's true, and again, this, you'll know this, is that we view them all as family. I hate if anybody leaves us. I think we've made a mistake. We've done something wrong. Sometimes people do leave. So we try to accommodate all different aspects of people. We're all slightly different, yeah. um, but we try to accommodate them and, and encourage and enable people to grow. And then, you know, the final sort of thing I'm going to talk about before we move a little bit on to um, the charitable work that you've done is the strong focus that you've placed. I think this is a relatively new thing for Sutcliffe Engineering, to be fair, probably the last three or four years in ensuring that people are aware of the brand and what you do. Because I was always aware of Sutcliffe. Um, you know, I think you've been members of ours for at least a decade, if not a bit more. But it was always a little bit under the radar as a brand. And, you know, over the last few years, as I say, that's transformed. Whereas now, you're one of the higher profile businesses in your industry sector. Was that a conscious decision you took or did you almost fall into it accidentally? Uh, yeah, I think the problem is if you've done something the same way for a long period of time, changing is quite difficult. Um, but what we found is that we were we were losing 1% by not actually shouting about the great things we did. So I can't remember, it might have actually been four or five years ago, I met our friend Jane Moore at the tennis and she sort of sowed the seed and Bill's met Jane a few times. 
And I thought, we're just not selling ourselves well enough. And quite blunt, if we don't sell ourselves, who else is <laughs> yeah. going to do it for us? So we thought, we've got a great story to tell. And, I, and it, it wasn't just about selling ourselves. It generally wasn't. But I actually felt, and I know you'd have felt the same, but we have a responsibility to say, this is how you do it. So uh, that sort of our hometown, Liverpool in the Northwest, we have a responsibility to say, you know, businesses, we need businesses to flourish. We had our part to play and we thought we just need to sort of shout a little bit more about it. Not so much in a bragging sense, but it's good for the brand, good for the staff we employ, but it's good for the city, good for the region. It's good for engineering. I'm on a national uh, group association for consulting the engineering and they meet in London and our voice might be bigger or is bigger than some of the national players and they employ thousands of people. So it's good. It, it works on very, very many levels. Yeah. The marketing side for me was people did say, oh, I didn't know you did that. Oh, I didn't know there was that many of you, you know, and, and all that. And I was thinking, we've, as I say, we've got this story and we, we need to get that out there. And it's paid dividends, I think, because yeah. we, you know, the profiles increased every, People seem to know us more. Yeah. We get more recognition. It's also good for the staff, isn't it? Being good for the staff. The staff, because the staff, it, it, okay. we won't talk about football, but everybody wants to play for the best team. If you think you're playing for the best team, you'll stay. If you think your team is slipping. So it's actually been good on that level. It's been good for morale. It's been good for staff retention. Um, so it's actually helped yeah. people the, within the, the organisation. The personal level for us, I think, was we won uh, the Echo Business of the Year <laughs> and we both had uh, paper rounds delivering the Echo. And then to win that award, it was a little bit special for me. I was, you know, you know, no, it was, it, it, I was made up that we were getting that. I round. used to deliver all the Echoes, but you didn't. So. <laughs> <laughs> I used to pay you to deliver mine. <laughs> so you've been, listen, multi-award winners now. Um, You've basically, you know, developed a business over the last four or five years, I think, which is, as I said, at the start of the conversation, gone from strength to strength. But equally what I've said today is I love the fact that you genuinely want to give back, contribute, make a difference to the place you live in. And again, I'm just going to go back a couple of years, Billy. You won that Strictly Come Down. I did, yeah. So tell us how that happened and what what was the sort of... uh, charitable spin-off from that because you raised a few bob as well as uh, we, we did. getting mean, your twinkle toes <laughs> out, didn't you? I mean, you always think you're a bit of a dancer when you're out and you've had a few pints, but learning a, <laughs> learning a proper dance um, w- was mind-blowing, I think, and it's changed the way I think about things because I've started to do, person on a personal level, more things that you can learn. I'm learning the guitar at the moment, um, but the charity side, you know, again, that was over fifty grand's worth of uh, charity money that they raised. A little, pu- a little pull for, plug for uh, Roy Castle. Mm-hmm. They've just announced a national screening program, which is the first, uh, and they've been trying for fifteen years. And again, the money that we've raised has just helped to maybe kickstart that and get it over the line. So anybody with any health issues can now get full screening for lung cancer. It's never been done before, so it's it's you know, and it's one of the biggest killers. So, on a personal level, we we've, we've helped and we've raised some money, and it might have just kickstarted that. But you know, we're always we're always looking for for the next things to. And did you go into that? Tell the truth, really wanting to win. 
it was upstairs where we used to practice every every Sunday for like 12 weeks we'd come and have a couple of hour sessions and then we started to have night times Thursday nights and and everybody who was involved are really nice people it was like oh yeah we're just doing this for charity and then all of a sudden <laughs> You know, everybody wanted to win, and there was a fight together. Have we, have we put Frank McKenna on for this time? I think we put Frank for next yeah, year. It's yeah, it's unfortunately my legs won't hold up at the moment. <laughs> I've got a knee ligament injury. That's my excuse. I'm sticking to it. Yeah. The other one I did was um, the lip sync battle, which I don't know whether you've seen yeah, pictures of me doing the yeah, yeah. Again, I don't mind you know coming out the comfort zone if it, if it helps raise a bit of money for charity. Yeah. We're doing a lot of things. And it's great fun, isn't it, as well? It's great fun. We actually, it was good for business, surprisingly, mm. because uh, I think good to come to work and have a bit of fun and a bit of a laugh. But I remember walking through Dean's Gate and there was a group of women, like groupies, wanting to dance with Billy. And <laughs> <laughs> you remember, don't you? But every, even, even, oh. even this week in a housing conference, all the people say to me is, oh, you're the dancer. So it remembers, so it, it gets you not out there and gets you yeah, normal. I'm the engineer and you're the dancer. <laughs> oh, fantastic. Now, listen, we raised a few bob, or you raised a few bob in terms of your dancing. Um, but then, as I mentioned again earlier on, you've done this fantastic charity ball. Tell me about that. Well, that, that's been built on, dare I say, what we saw about the dancing. No one I'm successful at has been made us think, but we. It, we we did it. We spent a load of time working on the on the Royal Hospital, and we've had a, a good couple of years. We felt obligated to put something and do something back, and we thought, what can we do? And we've been to a couple of those sort of charity dues. They've been quite good. Oh, we'll have a go at that. So to be honest, that we pulled in every friend that we knew to help us, including yourself, Frank. You did your little bit. Every friend at every level, uh, including. Uh, uh, Liz, uh, Liz Brown, uh, Jane Moore, uh, accountancy, if any sort of level, uh, even a little builder that we know, it gives us loads of stuff. Um, and we pulled in every bit of friendship that we we had, and we thought it worked on three levels for us. Uh, the first level was it, it raised loads of money for charity. Okay. Second one is. Oh, I'll have to do that. That'll be good fun. Everybody have a great night out. And the third one, again, it's good for business. The reason it's good for business is you're bringing everybody in your sector that you worked work with together. Um, and it's so like a network, big networking thing. So it absolutely massively works. And I, I, to be honest, it's probably our proudest moment, isn't it, Bill? Yeah, I think so. Probably our proudest yeah. moment yeah. because £50,000... If, if it turns out with the check was for fifty one thousand pounds, but then at the last minute somebody gave us four hundred quid, so I was gonna I couldn't bother changing the check, but it's fifty two thousand pounds. And considering we're employing about sixty ish staff, and that's that's that takes some doing that, and that's probably much bigger uh, than many of our our rivals. So I, I do think well, like a little flyweight boxer was prepared to get in the rings with the heavyweights and, and have a go. Punching above your weight. Yeah. Can and I just you do it again? Yeah, so I was just going to say, throw the plug in for the 19th of April next year. So we've booked the date again for to go back to Titanic. Titanic. Yeah. 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 Last time we got the date wrong when I was talking, remember. But, and this week we got it. Bill sent it around and said, 
2014, but it's definitely 2014. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah, that time machine's still not yeah. working. But it'd be good fun. It'd be good yeah. fun. No, it was a great night, and if you didn't manage to get a table, I can tell you now, you'll have to book it early because everybody who's there on the night will be booking again. It was packed. It was yeah, packed. let me just come in on that one. Uh, a couple of people asked me um, two or three months out what's going on. I, I don't like to, to brag. I'm yeah, it's going okay. And actually, genuinely, genuinely, it was fully booked a couple of months beforehand. And we had uh, somewhere be- so, somewhere close to 530 people and the room was round. And I would have said put more tables in, but we, quite a lot of the women and Bill wanted to, to have a little dance floor. I had to keep it going, didn't I? I well, I, that's where I done my knee ligament. <laughs> Dancing at your do, I'm telling you. But, I, but honestly... The um, it was a, it was a fantastic night, uh, and uh, you know I'd, I'd recommend uh, book our table, please. Uh, but I'd absolutely recommend that if you can manage to get a table, do, and if you can't, get yourself an invite uh, because it was a great, great do. And and again, no disrespect to uh, other charity dues that I've been to because I've been to many over the years. It was one of the most enjoyable for sure, and there was just an atmosphere in the room. I think that was genuine and was, it was basically people wanted, yeah, to support the charity. And there was a fabulous presentation on the night from the hospital itself. But equally, you know, people were there to have a good time. And I think it's testament to you guys, to be honest, in terms of the way you sold that event out because... There was a worry at the beginning, wasn't there? Uh, I think, yeah, yeah but oh, fairly yes. quickly we knew we were going to get... It's never it as easy to organise events as people yeah. think it is. Well, we, I think it was... Nine months. And again, this is another thing, and again, you'll notice anybody who does event management, trying to do something quick, big in, in a short amount of time is difficult. So we're giving it a year this time. But that's something we really learned. If you try to do anything too big and you don't give yourself enough time, but the, the team did a great job. The team job. pulled us to all uh, the stops. I think there might have been 20 people who, who went above and beyond, yeah. above and beyond, internally and externally. I said, won't, won't say lose. So I won't forget to continue saying thank you to them. They were brilliant. No, it was a great night. It was a great night. So the final thing, uh, as we often ask during these uh, get-togethers with our partners, uh, why downtown? Why do you work with us? What do you get out of it? Don't say bugger all and actually... <laughs> you can go first. Uh, no, I, I, Frank, I think yeah, you, you, the, the group's different. Give something different. We like the national appeal. Uh, so I like the fact that there's a little bit of London, a little bit of Birmingham, a little bit of Newcastle, a little bit of Manchester, um, up in Lancashire. I know there's a couple of other areas that you're working on. A little bit different. Uh, we like the political type angle, even though obviously engineers aren't political, but, but we're living in a world that we need to know what's happening next. So uh, the views on the new government that are likely to come in uh, next year or the year after impacts us. So I think you give a little bit of difference. Uh, the other thing which I've said previously we find what you what what downtown do, and I, I was going to say what we do because we are partners. What we do, we enjoy it. It's good fun. So it's good fun. Um, it's good for business. Yeah, we've had quite a few good introductions through coming to some of the lunches with you, and I yeah. think that that the little the, you know the private formats work really well for us. Oh, the sure. round tables, and you know, and then you get contact details, and it's it's really good for us. We enjoyed this week, didn't we, at the housing conference? Yeah. Certainly the housing conference. Uh, your team. Uh, Chris and the team did a great job. It went really well because you went there, frankly. <laughs> yeah. Well, but that's I, fine I, by I, me. Yeah, again, it's the it's the people that you you know 
you can pull in. Um, Joanne Rowney was... Joanne Rowney was fabulous. How many people fabulous. said to us, what yeah, a coot. There's so many people said to us that she was a real coot for us as a company. And it wouldn't have been possible without downtown. Absolutely. You know? No, we thank you for that. that yeah, we thank you. Well, thank you. And we look forward to celebrating the next 37 years with you. Before that, of course, your charity ball. Give us the date again, Billy. 19th of April, 2024. And honestly, book your table. If you're not quite sure how to get in touch with the lads, get in touch with us via downtown and we can make sure you can get your table booked. Thanks for coming in, guys. Great to have you in the downtown day. Thank you. Thanks, See you guys. again Thanks, soon. Thank you, thank you very much. Thank you. Cheers. Bye-bye.